0: All right, everybody, thanks again for tuning in to KOVE, 1330 AM, 107.7 FM, Community Connected. You're listening to Today in the 10. Vince Tropea here with your Coffee Time interview. We're in studio today with Scott Peters, the Chief of Police here in Lander, Pete Abrams, the Law Enforcement Liaison for YDOT, and Cody Beers, the Senior Public Relations Specialist for YDOT. They're here today to talk about the Fremont County DUI task force. Uh, we're gonna learn a little bit about the uh, the history of the task force, uh, some uh, data, and we're gonna be hearing a lot from them today about uh, upcoming events also. We've got uh, Super Bowl Sunday coming up this weekend. Uh, there's gonna be uh, another uh, regional tournament going on in lander and riverton here in a few weeks so there's going to be a lot of action from the DUI task force but uh, we're going to be learning quite a bit about them here today but before we get into all that how's everyone doing this morning doing great good morning Pete thanks for coming in good afternoon Vince chief thanks for coming in glad to be here and Cody appreciate you coming in as well Uh, all three of you I know you're uh, all very busy gentlemen so I do appreciate you taking the time to come here on coffee time today to talk about the fremont county dui task force Uh, we've been hearing a lot more about this task force the last couple years uh we've been getting it out on county 10 we've been throwing things out on the radio you guys have been doing a great job of getting the information out to the public about what you guys are doing but just for our listeners who don't know kind of talk us through what the fremont county dui task force is
1: well first of all thanks for getting the word out um our partners in the media have been very active in Fremont County and talking about our operations both before during and after uh, which is goes a long way in educating the public on what we're out here uh, to do but uh, a little bit of history and background we started a DUI task force in Fremont County way back in 2015 um, at that time we were doing DUI task forces in six counties around the state that generally followed a calendar of of holidays and events where historically we have uh, high crashes and high rates of impaired driving. So, you know, some of these are very common. New Year's Eve, for example, Super Bowl, Fourth of July, Mm -hmm. Labor Day, Memorial Day holiday, things of that nature. So these operations back in those days were fairly simple. We would put out uh, a media release prior saying, you know, we're going to be out doing impaired driving enforcement over the weekend you know, please buckle up, watch your speed, don't drink and drive. And then the agencies would go out and do what they always do. And then afterwards, we would publicize the activity. You know, we made this many stops, we arrested this many impaired drivers, etc. And it was very much a cut and paste operation across these six counties across the state. And then COVID happened. And um, it short, it, it's, it shut that down.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So we had a lot of time to sit back and and. Uh, look at our data and look at our um, programs and come to a decision uh, ultimately that we were gonna go to Fremont County and we were gonna put a tremendous amount of effort in rebuilding a DUI task force which, as I explained earlier, was pretty much just media releases and enforcement, a pretty standard template but we we knew we needed a a broader based, more comprehensive approach in Fremont County. And Fremont County is critical because of this. Uh, there was a twenty year span where Fremont County had the highest impaired driving fatality rate per capita in the country.
0: It was scary numbers. It
1: was scary terrifying. numbers per capita, right? So for population, Fremont County was as red hot as any spot on the planet. Mm-hmm. I you know so we. Uh, We recruited some talent and we examined how we were doing things and we decided that we needed to have a more comprehensive, broad-based approach that involved not only law enforcement, not only education, not only engineering, but, you know, treatment, um, the courts, um, prosecutors, um, city leaders, uh, county government, local decision makers. Um, you just
0: kind of want to have that broader understanding from every aspect right. the of, of the health department, prevention coalitions, yeah, yeah.
1: organizations like Injury Prevention Resources. So mm-hmm. we expanded our model. We expanded our footprint. We expanded our influence because it's not only an enforcement problem. There are ordinances that need to be looked at. There's tips training. You know, there are uh, sale of alcohol. These are all strategies. Uh, there are all best practices to, to reduce impaired driving and its impact in a community. So uh, just over two years, well, we're in our third year now of this reformulated uh, DUI task force that started back in 2021. And, and now we're really beginning to see in the data some, some serious gains and improvements. And, and these mean, this means lives saved, folks not impacted by, by the horror uh-huh, of impaired driving uh-huh. crashes and fatalities. So to give you an example... Um, from 2022 to 2023, we saw a 33% reduction in impaired driving crashes. Uh, we've seen uh, a 49% decrease in impaired driving crash injuries. So these are, these are real lives that are, no, are not impacted uh, to the degree that they were previously.
0: And those are huge numbers. Those
1: are huge numbers. In and, in a, you know, the, the, the serious metric to follow when it comes to looking at impaired driving in a community is impaired driving crashes, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's the gauge that I use to judge success. Right. Um, and, and we've seen that here. We've seen a tremendous reduction in fatalities. We had one alcohol involved fatality last year in Fremont County. We've seen as high as 13 in 2017. Wow. Um But I think it's important to recognize that, you know, um, We're seeing success because the people in Fremont County have responded. You know, there is a blind spot in every community to to impaired driving. Um, And that blind spot has certainly gotten smaller in Fremont County. Um, So we've improved the task force over time. We still have work to do. Um, Chief Peters has... uh, organized, um, secured funding for, and created a multi-jurisdictional DUI team, Mm -hmm. which is a collection of officers, deputies, and troopers who are very well-trained and motivated to go out and prevent impaired driving. And he's been operating um, the DUI team since October, and they've seen tremendous results both in the reduction of impaired driving, crashes and arrests, but also in driving down crime. This is high visibility enforcement. These are teams of, you know, six, eight officers, deputies, and troopers that are out working areas where we know because of the data that there are high likelihoods of impaired drivers and impaired driving crashes. And because they're out there and they're visible, that drives down crime. The chief can speak more directly to to some of the statistics regarding that in these communities when these operations are um, ongoing but you drive down crime you decrease fear and crime um, these are all positives for a community
0: in chief I would love to hear about that um, aspect of it the kind of like trickle-down effect of uh, these DUI task force are having on other crimes that are going down
2: yeah, like uh, Pete was saying, we focus. We're not randomly going out. We're focusing on where the data is, where where our highest fatality areas are, where our highest crime rates, or sorry, injury crashes uh, but also what coincides normally in a lot of those cases is the crime rates are high in those areas also so uh, when you talk about driving uh, besides the DUI side of it driving crime down we're seeing an 80% decrease in calls uh, in the yeah, area. Talk about
0: huge numbers again here. here's yeah. 80% decrease. Yeah so
2: wherever the team's going we're seeing an 80% decrease in crime and calls for service in those areas so it's not only keeping our roads safer it's also keeping our communities a whole lot safer.
0: And I know you've been on here in the past. You've talked about the multi-jurisdictional task force. But for any of our listeners who don't know, uh, talk us through who all that involves.
2: Uh, What that is, is multi-jurisdictional trafficking involves the Lander Police Department, the Riverton Police Department, the Shoshone Police Department, the Fremont County Sheriff's Office, and the Wyoming Highway Patrol. We've all partnered together. Kind of like what we talked about in the past, for folks who don't know, we signed an MOU, which is historic in itself, in Fremont County because there never was one for all agencies in the county where we universally agree that we can help each other. Uh, so that's the team in the core. And then what we do is we, we've we used our data where our high our high crime rate, our high crash rate, our high fatality rates are, and that's where we're allocating uh, the different events to. So we've had six events so far uh, in the year. Uh, we have a seventh coming up here, uh, which coincides with this task force. Uh, so we'll be out there along with everybody else. So
0: and that's another amazing thing to hear just that collaboration between all the different groups and that explains for any of the, our residents and community members who might be wondering why uh, uh riverton pd might be here in lander one weekend or vice versa you see those uh, other law enforcement agents going to those other jurisdictions
2: yeah it dropped the boundaries uh, historically in fremont county without that mou in place lander could only work in lander riverton can only work in riverton now those boundaries are gone when it comes to this team we have the ability to go help other communities so yeah you'll see a lander car in riverton uh, river riverton car and lander uh, i'm sure a few folks on the radio have, i mean have had more than a few calls since we started this team saying mm-hmm. why is your guy over here stopping people on main street in riverton well you know what get used to it that's the norm now get
0: used to it yeah And, uh, uh, Cody, I'd be interested to hear from you. No one knows the uh, roads in our state better than you, sir, and uh, they're already dangerous enough. We don't need to be adding um, uh, substance abuse issues into being out on our roadways, but just kind of talk us through what you've seen from your angle. We were kind of chatting before the uh, interview started. It's those billboards that are talking the deaths in Fremont County from DUIs are going down.
3: Well, we, we try to focus our efforts at YDOT, on engineering solutions, education uh, solutions, and then enforcement solutions. And if those three things work together, we can make our highways, our bridges, our communities uh, safer. Um, a lot of times in the past, those those uh, things didn't always work well together. Um, there wasn't as much communication, but uh, you know, it's funny we're talking about this because we had a group of guys yesterday that went to uh, Casper and took uh, class in collaboration.
0: Oh, okay. Um, there you go.
3: So, you know, my first my first question to these guys was, "Okay, so what'd you guys do? Get together and sing and dance and and uh, do trust falls, you know, and do <laughs> kumbaya and yeah, trust yeah. falls? But I mean, you can joke about that thing, but it really does." matter Uh, collaboration does does. you're much stronger when you work together uh you can affect change when you work together um when you're that single tree on top of the hill where the wind's blowing against you all the time it's difficult to uh to impact Mm -hmm. but when when this coalition came together um, first it was just an enforcement based thing and now it's everyone coming together to work on various aspects of these um issues regarding substance abuse uh drinking and driving um drugged driving you know um you know I suppose you could even throw in uh texting and driving you know all those various things pedestrian safety uh just general good health things um and then in then, the enforcement side of that is right there with you mm-hmm. um, when you 're doing education when you're putting a billboard up you 're putting it up because of good things that happened, and you're keeping it positive. you know um, we can throw all kinds of ugly statistics up and try to scare people, but I think what we've learned is that that doesn't always work um, when you try to collaborate and you work with people you educate, and then you use enforcement kind of as a hammer in the end. Right, right. It works a lot better. And I think people gain a better understanding of what our law enforcement officers are out there trying to do. Um, I think just the message that we're all trying to go home every night to our families safely is a good one because we can all identify, you know. I want to go home and see my wife. You know, I want to be able to see my 30-year-old son this weekend, you know, or whatever. And uh, when we're able to do that and we're able to change the mindset, which I think that we're starting to make some inroads in some areas in Fremont County. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's that mindset change that uh, if I'm out there driving around and I've done something, you know, that I shouldn't be doing, there's a good chance I'm going to be stopped.
0: Right. You know,
3: um, we heard stories this morning in Riverton. My headlights might be on brights when I'm driving down Federal Boulevard in Riverton. Well, a law enforcement officer sees that. They're like, that's not normal driving behavior. Or a taillight might be out. Mm -hmm. Or somebody fails to signal. Um, Those are normal things that we all do when we drive, but maybe not when we're under the influence. So those are the types of things that we're looking for. And then uh, Chief Peters was talking about the DUI team. Um, When they went to work in Riverton over the past couple months, um, you should have seen social media blow up. Really? When uh, somebody's driving and they see a Shoshone police officer pulling someone over. In Riverton. And they're or, posted
0: on Facebook immediately. Oh man, it
3: went crazy. And that's exactly what we want. Right. Because then that sends a message to the rest of people out there saying, I don't know what these guys are doing, but watch out. Mm-hmm. And so they just don't go out that night, you know, and they make a better decision um, based on, you know, what they're seeing. And so the communication, um, people are looking for this now. They understand that it's wrong. I think they always did, but they were like, there's that, you know, like Pete said, that, you know, that blind spot out there, Mm -hmm. and we're going to get away with it. Well, wouldn't you rather, as a police officer, tell a guy um, that is arrested for drunk driving that, uh, yeah, you were arrested, but you might actually tell the guy that uh, he killed four or five people that night. You know, that's the type of thing we don't want to have to do anymore. Mm-mm. We want people to be safe on our roads. And then lastly, I'd say, you know, every time we climb in the vehicle, it's probably the statistics bear it out. It's one of the most dangerous things we do as normal people every day when we go driving around in our vehicles. And when you don't have um, people out there making decisions that are going to harm people's lives, then everybody's safer.
0: Well, and then especially on these high traffic, big event weekends, these uh, these holidays and everything, because, like you said, uh, the the information's getting out there. You're seeing it in real time, but some people that may be business as usual for them doing these kinds of things, and adding that uh, many people all in one location at one time, it just makes it uh, that much uh, more unsafe. And maybe they'll, maybe
3: like you said, something's
0: clicking with them finally. Oh, maybe this isn't the weekend to do what I was going to do.
3: Well, and it starts to change the mindset, as right. I said, you know, to where people are going to call a friend for a ride or they're going to um, their date, you know, maybe their date will uh, drink that night and I'll drive her home or mm-hmm. something, you know, mm-hmm. having having a plan before or, you go out and party.
0: Or like Chief and I always say, if you live here in Lander, uh, walk. It's sort of distance here in Lander. Everywhere is walking distance in Lander, Wyoming. Um, I, I think that this this is great to hear and then like you said too, the seeing those billboards that are saying that the, the the death rates are going down it's just providing hope it's something that's giving hope to the people who are seeing them out there I know anytime I drive by I mean it really does change my mood it gives me hope every time I see it for our community and hearing about these task force and the, the positive effects that they're having well, and then I do know that uh, there's going to be uh, another. So we've got uh, this weekend coming up. This is Super Bowl weekend. So if anyone wants to share uh, uh, just why it's mega important uh, for this week, are we going to be seeing a lot of people coming into town?
2: Um, this is a, a big celebration weekend, correct? Yeah, historically, one of the bigger drinking days of the year is Super Bowl Sunday. So that's the aspect of uh, when the team's are being out. It is. It's
0: a, and a lot of people are going to be driving around. They're they're going to be rooting for their team. They're going to be imbibing. So like you said, be safe. Have a plan. Think ahead. Uh, we just did an interview recently with uh, folks from WRTA we are going to be providing safe rides this weekend uh, for Super Bowl Sunday uh, in Lander and Riverton. So go check out uh, County Ten's website. Look for the article on that. You can go to WRTA's website. Call them specifically. Figure out pickup. And uh, drop-off location times. I think that's going from four o'clock to eleven o'clock. Uh, the safe rides on uh, Sunday. And aside from that, we've got, uh, as uh, Cody mentioned, uh, there's going to be a, a big tournament weekend coming up here in a few weekends. It's a one A and two A regional basketball. Uh, that's another time when uh, we may not be thinking why why should we be having uh, extra forces out there. But uh, that's a lot of families out on the road. That's uh, a lot of kids out on the road, and uh, that's a lot of people traveling. So uh, what what more can you tell us about uh, what's coming up for that weekend?
2: Uh, Well, 1A, 2A is, I mean, it's a Lander-Riverton-specific thing, but what's been identified through the years is that we do have a lot of impaired drivers on the road during those events. Uh, You wouldn't think so for a high school event, but, you know, it's been proven through the the data that it is there so yeah we'll be out in force again uh, same as we'll be this weekend uh, trying to keep the road safe and the one thing to remember is like when Pete was talking about 2017 we lost 13 people last year we lost one well some people you know that number is not by itself so that one person had families you know Mm -hmm. they had husbands they had wives they had kids they had cousins so you know it affects a lot more people than just that one number so you know like Cody always says you know losing one on our roads is too many
0: exactly yeah. it is it's it's uh it's always a, a, a tough moment for our community when we have a loss like that you uh especially now if we, we mentioned before in the days of social media too you, you see that immediate response you see how it affects people on a personal level so just things like this that are helping prevent that hats off to the task force as well pete were you wanting to add something here well, I
1: just want to reiterate the fact you mentioned, you know, WRTA, which I neglected to mention. And this is, you know, this is an important part of the strategy in reducing impaired driving is providing a safe ride to someone, you know, eliminates that excuse. You know, I had to drive. I had to get home. You know, it it, it takes away that excuse. It's a safe alternative. So kudos to, to the WRTA for putting that together and serving the citizens of Fremont County. Um, Fremont County has done such a good job at every level in this task force that, uh, it's been proposed and we have proposed in two other counties in Wyoming, uh, to use this same model to reduce crashes and, and the impact of impaired driving in those communities. And, and so, uh, we look to, we look to have two more counties up and running by, uh, Memorial day this year.
0: That's amazing to hear. Um, if you mentioned that this is a big collaborative effort, too, uh, if there are other agencies or uh, individuals who want to uh, reach out to the task force, maybe kind of provide information that uh, you guys may may find beneficial. How can they reach out?
1: Well, we look for. I have a short list here, um, but uh, typically speaking, um, the task force. You know, we need we need input and we need um, expertise. From the treatment community, um, the coroners are important, um, probation and parole, the prosecutors, the courts, uh, coalitions, um, prevention coalitions, prevention management, um, educators and education. Mm -hmm. uh, The health department is is active in in all of these endeavors. Um, Mad or sad chapters. in some places, we have the liquor dealers participate. We have the Craft Brewers' Guild, probation and parole, uh, local political leaders and decision makers. so this is you know this is just generally speaking what what these coalitions um, like to have in their membership because we can't you know law enforcement, we we can't arrest ourselves out of this problem. There has to be a comprehensive approach you know, that involves the courts and treatment and education. And these are things that law enforcement um, is outside our wheelhouse. So, you know, we have everything from tips training to providing safe rides. You know, these are all strategies to drive down impaired driving. And and, and collectively, that's how you get results. You don't get results by throwing people in jail.
0: Exactly. That is the second time that you mentioned uh, tips training. Uh, What is that for our listeners who might not know and how can they find out more information on uh, how to get that training?
1: Uh, Contact... Tana Groomsmith. Um, so yeah, I believe Tana handles all the coordination and training for Tips, which is responsible service training for for people who serve alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, guarding against over service and and things of that nature. So uh, again, it's another successful strategy. Uh, that you can use to drive down impaired driving
0: just one more example of that big collaborative effort that is the free fremont county dui task force i uh, appreciate you guys coming in again o- once Thank again you. one more time we're going to take a quick commercial break and we come back more today in the 10 after a quick word from our sponsors